In the settlement of Sepulchre Landing, there is an air of celebration. It is a festival time celebrating the light of the star goddess in this star system. For all solarists, there is a special worship of one's star that grants light, that grants energy to a station, to a settlement. And after generations since the great exodus, when all the stars of our original home died, everyone, regardless of faith, of creed, knows the importance of the stars. And so this small, out-of-the-way station called Sepulchre Landing is preparing for a celebration of their star. And it's a very special celebration because this year, one of the Solarist's High Priestesses is coming to Sepulchre Landing to celebrate with the populace. But there is a threat to her life. And for this reason, two bounty hunters have been brought in to stop the potential assassin before they can do any harm. Shadow and Isolt are now riding the elevator down from the sheriff's office after receiving their orders to find the codename Ogre Assassin and bring them in before they can do any damage. So, uh, uh, Shadow, you you think you, you know of this ogre fella? Yeah, we have to go to a wig shop. Uh, I'm sorry, a wig shop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shadow, I don't know if that's a thing. At a thousand percent is a thing. On Sepulchre Landon, you think there's a wig shop? You think there are people here who don't care about the way they look? You think every single person here does not care about the way they look? There's a thousand percent at least one wig shop in this outpost. A thousand percent. I just don't. Well, I've never been somewhere that didn't have a wig shop. Why? Why is that a thing you look for, Shadow? Is that? So- I don't ask you questions. Why are you asking me questions? I don't ask you questions. All, all right, fair, fair enough. Okay. Um, I guess I guess we'll go find a, a, a wig shop. I, I like your hair personally. I think your hair looks fine. I'm great. I I also love my hair. Do you know who else would know my hair? Uh, the ogre. The, the ogre. That's why we need a wig shop. But you've never seen the ogre. But the ogre might know who I am and might have descriptions of me. So I have to Clark Kent this. The elevator dings and we open on the ground floor. And it's just like, oh, okay, all right, I get Clark Kent. Clark Kent is still a figure in this universe? I don't know. I mean, probably, right? Like those old comics, like we still talk about like old comics from way back when and like yeah, old newspaper like, clippings and stuff. Like- yeah, but like. Do you think, like, a whole gener like, I feel like Superman, some sort of iteration of Superman, still kind of exists? I mean, we still talk about Pygmalion. I mean, I think a more accurate comparison would be, like, Gilgamesh. Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> we still talk about those stories. I think, yes, I'm going to Clark, yes, I'm going with Clark Kent, because this is the example I have in my head. I like it. I'm just happy about it. There's a thousand percent a fashion district. We're going to find it, and there will be a wig shop. Okay. All right. I'm into that. Um, <laughs> I guess it's just not what I was like. So a ser- a couple questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you have wigs? Would you just no. have? No. No? Mm-mm. I don't cover my, I just put on, put on like a hat or something, but I've got to make it seem like I'm a different person. So I need to disguise myself a little bit more than just putting on a hat. Okay. Um, I think, so there's also this big festival that is either... I don't know, in the process of happening or about to start happening. I, I think, I think we discussed it like about to start happening. Yeah. So all the shops are kind of setting up decorations. I'm imagining this is a lot of, I think, like tacky, shiny plastic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like hanging up above the doors and in windows and stuff. A lot of like shiny plastic suns and stars and stuff. And... So there's kind of there there's all this decoration, there's all this busyness as we kind of come down and and walk out of the government office that we met Sheriff Talon in. The skiff is parked across the street, and we are kind of just in Yeah, we're in the city of Sepulchre Landing. Mm-hmm. So I find any female presenting person, 
and I go up to them and I go, I need a new outfit. Where should I go shopping? Uh, okay. All right. This... I like your outfit. I need to go shopping. Where did you get yours? Something like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not Marin. I think I have a little bit more social skills, maybe. Do I don't you? Know. I don't know. <laughs> Shadow has not seemed no, the, sh- most, no. uh, the most. Well, and Shadow's used to being in the shadows, so maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, this does sound like a gather information role. Yes, that would be correct. When you search for clues, ask questions, or do research, roll plus wits. Okay, I have some. I'm a little witty. Ooh, oh, dang. I, I did it. Yeah, that's a strong hit. Yeah, I super did it. My wits are plus two, so that's an eight. I demolished that. Gather information on a strong hit. You discover something helpful and specific. The path you must follow or action you must take to make progress is made clear. Envision what you learn, then take two momentum. I stop someone who looks well-dressed and I go, oh, I love your outfit. I need a new outfit for the festival. Where do you suggest I go? This starts a conversation. It has pockets. Yeah, exactly. The person's like, oh, you know what? You need to head down to Head Street. That's where, that's the fashion district. That's where you're going to find all the best shops, all the coolest designers. You have to go to Head Street. Thank you. Guess what I've just learned, Zachary? The fashion district. So now I'm heading to Head Street. I don't know. I made up a name. That doesn't have to be Head Street. Head Street? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be Head Street, but. I mean, you made the strong hit. So Head Street it is. (laughs) I think Isolt kind of runs up to catch up. And she goes, uh, why can't you have that kind of self-confidence and, and directness and I friendliness when you're talking to a client like Sheriff? Always have self-confidence and directness. All right. Yeah, you're right. I guess uh, tactfulness is more kind of what I'm thinking about. I'm you're- always tactful. Shadow, no, no, you ain't. I'm I sorry. am. I am. Shadow. I am tactful. I'm just not always friendly. Okay. Well, sometimes friendliness is a part of tact, Shadow. Well, I wasn't friendly to you and I can't, you can't leave me alone. So I think it works. I'm going to Head Street. Come with me. Oh, all right. Okay. And uh, yeah, we start, start making, start making our way to, to Head Street. This is, let's see. I don't think, no, we definitely have not made any progress on our quest, but this is, this is kind of making progress on our. The thing before our quest. Yeah. I want you to picture Head Street like South Street Philly. Really? Or like, South Street is not a fashion district, it's, not. it's a tourist district. It is, it is a tourist district, but it's like, you know what the stores are when you're walking by them. There's zero, like, there's zero question about what you're looking at. That is absolutely a sex shop. That is absolutely a tattoo car- parlor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's zero question. That's what I mean about it. Like, it's super obvious what you're walking by. I want you to picture headless, armless, almost f- and feetless mannequins with like belly buttons showing and like see-through tops and tight pants with leopard print on them. Like we are on an outpost on a moon. Like, yes, there's a lot of people here, but this is not where fashion comes to live and breathe. If you're one of the three people in this town that cares about fashion but doesn't really know what fashion is, this is the street. Yeah. 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 I, I think we're in the same place. Okay. There's shops with these, you know, cheap, rundown mannequins. Yeah. And they're all specialized mm-hmm. uh, onto some sort of accessory or fashion statement or, or something. Yep. There's a hat shop. There's shoe shops. A thousand percent there's a wig shop. A thousand percent there's a wig shop. I'm just telling you there's a wig shop. People have always needed hair. There's a wig shop. hundred percent. All right. I believe I'm, I'm not trying to take away your wig shop. It's not. I'm not me. I'm not really saying this for you. I'm saying oh. this for everybody else. There's a thousand percent of wig shop people okay. have always needed hair. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, b- I believe that. That's it's always been a big thing about fashion. I guess I just thought that wigs were highly s- specialized. No, no, you don't talk to enough women about um, wigs. Definitely not. Um, I mean, well, I'm saying wig shop, but wig shops don't just sell wigs. They also sell sell extensions. They sell those like headbands that have fake hair to make it look like you have more hair. Well, like, I guess yeah, it's like a hair accessory. But the accessory is more hair. We've talked about wigs so much on this episode. But I, I do think I was not thinking about – I mean, I know a lot of women who have who wear or have worn like extensions, extensions mm-hmm. or weaves or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was separating that from wigs, nope, which to me felt different. Different. Nope. They're, I mean, they are di- – they're different. They're not but, the same thing. But wig shops often sell those things yeah, yeah. as well. Anyway, we're finding wig shop. We're finding a wig shop. Finding a wig shop. Uh, and I think this area especially is really busy right now mm-hmm. because of 
the festival coming up. Mm-hmm. People are buying new clothes for celebrations, for seeing people for parties. It's just become like a very this this is a very busy space. It, was this a far walk for us? Like, did we no, have to I don't walk? Think so it was pretty close. The way that I imagined the sheriff was like kind of in the center of town. Yeah, it was like the big government building, right in the center of town, right? And like and like Philadelphia, if you kind of just branch out around that, like a lot of the big stuff is kind of just around it. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't have to go super duper far to find it. I'm saying Philadelphia because that is our nearest major city and it's the one i've spent the most time in i don't know how other cities work but in philadelphia i mean there's different centers but for the most part like you go to center city and then you kind of move around center city and that's where all the like the different districts are like the specialized districts and so i don't think it was a far walk i think it was just maybe a couple streets maybe a couple blocks over i think isolt feels weird here because isolt is from a very isolt grew up on a very small rim station uh like a farming very agricultural rim station and this Mm -hmm. is very industrial and she does not know fashion Mm -hmm. as i said last episode she is wearing dirty overalls um big clunky boots and a sports bra and that is pretty much it yeah well get in dummy we're going shopping it's a modified uh mean girls quote (laughs) All right, so you walk in. We we walk into this wig shop, and mm-hmm. the the door dings, and there's some people shopping. Would you get like your extensions put in here? No, I'm buying a wig. Well, no, but like, oh, are like there it, people who are getting their hair um, kind of done or or managed? I guess I don't know. So my understanding is the answer is no, but I don't see why that has to be true for this moon planet. So yeah. I think there is a hairdresser there who will, you know, you have to make an appointment. Yeah, but. Who will put in your extensions? Because that's time consuming. Yeah. The shop is, I think it's narrow and deep. And there's some people in chair. There's only, there's like two or three chairs where people are kind of having their hair is being treated. Uh, there's like a, a, a rack of wigs, a rack of hair extensions, mm-hmm. all, all this kind of hair accessories. Shadow's going to try real hard. To get you to buy a wig. You have red curly hair. That yeah. is memorable. I'm going to try real hard to get you to buy a wig. Or at least some like color hairspray. So I think this larger uh, kind of stout woman. Nailed it. That's exactly what I was picturing. Right, yeah? Yeah. I am picturing an older woman who is quite bottom heavy. I'm picturing someone with a fat donk walking up to us. A little older though. Like 40s, 50s? Yeah. Like an older woman. I don't know if this is what you're picturing, but this is what I'm picturing. And someone who like... Is very warm or is trying to be very warm. Yeah. Like, hey, how are you? How can I help? I think it has like a, a genuine saleswoman mm-hmm. sense to her. Yes. Like she is genuine, but also definitely trying to sell us something. Right. But that's kind that's just who she is. Yeah. And she comes up to us and yeah, she starts being like very she's very open with us. And um I think because she's really open and really warm, I think I want to try to read her with my empath. Okay. I don't know if there's really a reason to. Well, you're uncomfortable, so I could totally see why you would, just as like a natural reaction. Like you're in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if this is a move. Yeah, I don't think this is quite the move empath, but I think I am hit with her openness, with her kindness. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel that wave over me. And I I am definitely a little more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she comes over and she starts, she's... uh, your hair is like really short and shorn, right? Yeah. I've got like a pixie. It's not a super short pixie. Okay. It's kind of like a grown out pixie, but it like like I basically do my own hair. I just every once in a while just take some scissors or a buzzer to it and that'll be the end of it. And it grows out so it looks whatever. But it's blonde. It's short blonde hair. All right. So yeah, she comes over and she, I think she's very I think she's very impressed with uh Isolt's hair Mm -hmm. she's like oh my goodness and she's like she's like testing the curls Mm -hmm. and she's like looking at she goes you have the most beautiful hair have you ever thought about selling your hair because you you really should and then she looks over at you and she goes but let me guess we're we're here for you well i'm hoping we're here for her too but yes we are here for me i'm looking for a big change i want to go long i want to go dark and i thought this would be the best place to make that happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, come on, come on back and let's uh, let's see what we can find for you. And she starts kind of showing us her wares. 
I feel like she's probably like, well, for your skin tone, this would be better, not this one. Like, this is too dark. This is too ashy. This is too blue. This has too many, like, red undertones. This, you know, this doesn't match. Like, you know, she's just trying to do the whole Mm -hmm. selling thing. But I'm literally looking for, like, long and dark brown slash black. I want the opposite of what I have. Yeah, you you find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I think this – is this going to be a – check your gear move i think in order to see if we can afford this stuff oh yeah fair yeah that's kind of what i think yeah oh my god we're having a makeover montage makeover 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 so i roll plus supply well we can get to payment well but i also want to do something to you yeah you can't be walking around with red curly hair that's memorable you're a fucking weasley Shadow, that uh, I gotta say, that black hair it looks it looks real good on you. You should uh, you I, should consider. I think you see a, a a very out of character, sincere moment where um, Shadow kind of like flips her hair. She does like a share flip, and she's like, "Well, thank you," because <laughs> it's just so weird. She does not have long hair, so she's like playing with it, you know, mm-hmm. just for a moment. It's just a very weird, out of character moment for her. I imagine it's straight. By the way, I should have said that. Um, You can get like curly haired wigs, but I imagine that this one is straight. I'm imagining straight hair. I'm imagining Cher. Not all the way down to my butt, but like Cher hair is what I'm picturing. 70 Cher hair. Because Cher had really curly hair at one point. Anyway, I'm picturing that. I do the hair flip and I go, now it's your turn. What do you want? Shadow, I I think I'm okay. I I like my hair the way it is. And at this point, the salesperson's like, (gasps) oh! We're doing you. Okay, wonderful. I've got all of these extensions. We could absolutely add more volume to your hair. Let's straighten it. We can do some great things with that. Or how about we do a semi-wave perm? So we take those curls, we straighten them, and then we put in a wave. So you've got these luscious beachy waves and we can put in some extensions to give you a lot of volume. We can give you some length. (gasps) The visions I'm seeing. And she's just like kind of going off. And Shadow is... Very much enjoying this. Izzelt is horrified. <laughs> uh, no, no, I think I'm okay. I, I like my hair the way it is. I don't think it needs more volume because it's kind of big as it is. I don't know if I could make it through the door if I got more volume. So I think I think I'm just gonna leave it the way it is. Shadow, we can or, find some other way to change my look, sort of kind of change my deal, change my vibe. Or we get you something here, and then I pick up like a can of you know they used to sell i think they still do like it's hairspray but it colors your hair Mm -hmm. wasn't there like a men's balding hairspray that did that spray on hair yeah like spray on hair so i like pick something up and i'm like here you go you could be black we could match our hair can match and i like show her the can uh no um no i don't think so shadow this this is kind of making me a little uncomfortable i don't think i i don't think i want to change my hair though is the thing i think i Okay, how do you plan on looking different for this beautiful festival that's coming up? Because we both said we would change our looks, so we needed to. And Shadow's just staring, never blinked, staring right at you. So how do you how do you plan on changing your look? And then she starts touching your hair with your very memorable, voluminous hair. I don't think a hat will do it. <laughs> this looks very uncomfortable. Well, what? Maybe I could. Maybe um. Well, you know, we don't know if the ogre or your your little club even mm, knows mm, who I am. Mm, so, and she starts doing like shifty eyes wow. to the oh, the saleswoman. I'm assuming it's the owner who has not left us because she's still touching your hair and like gushing over ideas. What? She still wants to make a sale. Yeah, but she ain't. Mm. Shout, she, eh. What you think? Eh. She, so, what are we gonna do? What are you gonna do? Because you've got this memorable hair. And I thought you wanted to try something different a little bit more. It doesn't have to be a wig, but I do need to hear an idea. I'm definitely playing with my share wig <laughs> as I'm like having this conversation. Here's a question. This is OOC, out of character mm-hmm. question. Do people cover their hair or heads typically? Like here on earth, various religions oh, yeah. cover their hair. No, this was OOC. I know. Well, you're responding in IC, and I'm saying OOC. So okay. on this moon planet, planet, do people cover their hair? Yeah, there's all kinds of people here. Okay. Yeah, what if I, what if I just do a headscarf? I could just wear a scarf over my head and uh, and get a nice dress. All right. That way I don't got to mess with my hair. I don't like messing with my hair. 
It's, I mean, you're still messing with your hair if you're covering it. No, but that's different, though. All right. All right. That's fine. We can do that. We'll head to the next shop. Because they, this is the fashion district. This has everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, none, none for me, thanks. But, uh, but we'll just, we'll just get this wig for, for uh, my friend here. Yeah, I think that's right. We head over to the register. I'm still playing with my share wig. I have not taken it off. It's just fun. So, I, I think that's going to be check your gear to make sure that we have enough cash for this. Yes, but I have a question. So check your gear says to roll with supply. Mm-hmm. Now I get to decide how much supply I roll with, correct? No, I think you just roll I with... I roll with what I've got. Yes. Okay. All right. Which should be... Five. Five. It's max. Yeah. But I just wanted to make sure. Because if I rolled with one and then I only lost one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. I'm rolling to pay for my wig. So I did not roll. We tied. Which is a fail. Yeah, so I failed. So I didn't do great. I oh, don't yeah. have the money. All right. On a miss. We don't have the money, so we went for a little bit of but a... But I have to pay the price. That's Too another... pricey wig. That's another move? Yeah, so something... What is the most n- obvious negative outcome? Obviously, I don't get the wig. So when you suffer the outcome of an action, make the most obvious negative outcome happen. Ask the oracle for inspiration uh, or roll on the table below. There's a table below. So I think... We can't afford this wig that you have apparently fallen in love with. It's just fun to play with. <laughs> and I think the question then for the Oracle is, is there anything here that we can actually afford? Yeah. I think the likely answer is yes. We yeah. can get a cheap wig. Yeah. So we're going to... Like, I'm sure she has like a return bin or something, which yeah. sucks. So we're going to roll on the Oracle. If the answer is yes, then we can get a cheap ugly wig if the answer is no then we can't afford anything in the shop yeah and the answer is no sweet (laughs) we do not have enough money for anything in the shop sweet 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 awesome so i think we see this uh we get up there and the woman gives you the price of this wig and you immediately realize that we do not have enough credits yeah I gingerly take it off my hair, brush it, and say, I have reconsidered, and, like, gently place it on the table. I go, I hope you have a lovely day. And then I just start walking out the door. I had a backup idea. You have a backup idea? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not for a wig. I'm done with the wig. I can't afford a wig, obviously. Isolt looks, like, looks around kind of sadly, and because um, she knows you really wanted it. <sighs> Do I want to try to... No, I'm just going to get glasses and a nice hat. Hold on, no. I'm going to try to compel this person. Okay. So I think I think you walk out, and Isolt stays behind, and she, she walks up, and she goes, uh, uh, actually, first I'm going to empath. I'm going to try to read her emotions, because I want reasons to do this. So as, as you're kind of dealing with not being able to afford this, I'm going to try to read this person. And that is not... Oh, wait, that might actually hit. My heart is nope. That's a that's a full on mess. Oh my gosh, Diana, we're bad at this. I know we're bad at everything we're doing. Well, clearly, the just the wig was not meant to work out. We talked yeah. so much about wigs. We should have talked less about wigs. With two misses in a row, I'm gonna roll on this table to see what happens. That's an eighty-two. You are stressed. Okay, boo. Um, I'm not stressed. I'm I was stressed. not I was not present for that role. Yeah, I'm stressed. Well, but you didn't make the first role. Should should that count? No, cuz so I think me trying to open this up, me trying to open myself up to try to compel this person mm-hmm. is going to stress his result out. Okay. And I think this is going to be minor stress, so I'm going to suffer negative 1 minus 1 spirit. I'm going to lose some spirit. Okay. And what what do you think is it that that stresses me out? So I'm trying to read the intent, emotions, or memories. I think what I read is... I mean, you're in a room full of people still. Like, it could just be too many emotions and stuff. Yeah. Tell me if this is too mean to our NPC that was really nice. I think they they weren't actually genuine. Mm. I think as soon as they realize that we don't have any money, um, I get this sensation of annoyance anger frustration she could have totally been genuine and then real because she was hoping for a good sale yeah and then there's no sale so now she's and feeling we, all these feelings we wasted her time and now she's mad at us and i get the sensation of like we've let someone down we're not mm-hmm. progressing we've wasted a lot of time 
and I think that stresses is all out, mm-hmm. and she kind of shuts down, and she feels this tightness in her chest, and she just kind of like rushes out of the shop, following you. And I think as she comes out, her her head's kind of down, and her arms are crossed, and she's just kind of like, "Uh, sorry, sorry about that, Shadow. I know I know you really like that. Um, I, I wish I wish we could have afforded it. That 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 stinks. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's not a big deal." No, nah, but that was that was your idea. You had a good idea, and um, now I kind of feel like we're back at square one. Like, I mean, we're not. We're going to go get you a head covering. I'm just also going to get a head covering and a pair of glasses. We're fine. All right. Do you think um, – maybe I hope we can get some nice – Oh, I'm sure we will. And then we head – I am I just I, – like, I'm not picking up necessarily on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, or I am, and I don't care. Because, I mean, how often do you think this probably happens to her? She's an empath, so – yeah, I, I I would imagine Isolde's emotions are kind of in public. Like, I think her default is pretty open and, mm-hmm. and happy. But I think you're pretty used to her getting a little bit mercurial in public spaces yeah. because she's getting inundated with all these feelings and emotions. Yeah. So it's not like Shadow's necessarily being dismissive, but she's more like distracting is, I think, more what it is. Like, yeah. she's trying to distract her. So. So we start heading down the street and what Shadow starts doing is she starts looking down the side streets that are coming up because mm-hmm. because they're not on the main road, there might be like discount shops or, you know, something like a little more shady off the side. Um, but basically, we're just looking for, I guess, a head covering store or like a a scarf store or just a fabric store. I guess a fabric store would be more. I don't know how common head coverings are. If they're pretty common, they, there might be a store for them. Yeah. I, I think like in it, areas with big Muslim communities, there's like hijab stores. Yeah. But when there's not a big Muslim community, there's not a hijab store. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this is a diverse. So one of the big principles of Starforge is that the universe or the galaxy is diverse. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of people everywhere. Right. And I think right, but if there's not enough of them to warrant a store, there might not be a yeah, store. Yeah, but I think I think we can find that. Yeah, and maybe more like a head accessory. They probably have like a bunch of stuff. Probably like a fabric store would sell something like that off the side. But they're like also like specifically cut for different yeah, uses. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like logically, a fabric store would be like, oh, I've only got this much left on my yard. Or this much left of this fabric, so I'll just quick make this thing. Like, they would sell stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like that's actually pretty logical. That's what we're doing. That's what it is. It's a fabric store that sells these things off to the side. All right. So this is a – it's a store. They sell, like, reams of Mm fabric. So they have, like, reams of fabric in the front. And then towards the back, they do, like, specific cuts of different kinds of uh, clothes that are generally, like, wrapping-style clothes. Yes. For different uses. Isolt is much more comfortable with this idea, and she is going to pick up, like, a... I'm trying to think of what pattern Isolt would wear. Well, I'm just thinking, because we we had to leave the wig shop because we didn't have money, but a store like this that sells stuff like that out of, like, the last bits of fabric, Mm -hmm. they probably have a lot of, like, discount stuff. Like, people, you know, this has been sitting here for a while, here's a discount, we just want it out of here. Like, they probably have some stuff we can actually afford and some very interesting patterns if it's like the last bit of a fabric or something. Mm -hmm. So there might be like loads of stuff here. All right. So I think Isolt is feeling a lot more comfortable, but I think she's still a little weirded out from our last interaction. So I think she kind of lets Shadow take the lead again. And I think there is a gentleman here who kind of starts like showing you the wares and he's... Kind of, yeah, I think he starts showing you the wares. What is it that you are looking for? What is it that you are trying to get? For me, I'm probably just looking for, like, the easiest, cheapest thing. But I think think that Shadow is not oblivious to the mood that Isolt was in. So I think she, like, walks over to, like, the the section that's, like, satin and silk. For those of you that don't know anything about curly hair, that's actually really good for curly hair. It's good for all of you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So I think I, like, walk over there. So that's like an act of kindness that she probably recognizes because that's like you spend you like you spend a little money on stuff like that. So I'm like walking over there and like touching stuff and be like, oh, I think this would look really good on you. Or like, I think this would be nice. This like matches the other jumpsuit you have on the ship. Look at this one. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like for me, I'll just like pick up whatever scrap fabric there is because I don't really need it. I'm not covering a lot of hair. I've got a pixie cut. It doesn't yeah. take much. Um, Like I could probably just wear a bandana. To cover my hair, but that kind of 
doesn't do what I want it to do. Anyway, that's what I think I'm doing. That's the lead I'm taking is I'm not really worried about me. I'm like trying to find something nice okay. for her. Hello, and thank you again for joining us for Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode two of Starforged. How are you, my darling? I am okay, except for the fact that I remembered that our goblin will turn into a teenager one day and make (laughs) terrible decisions. So, that's not great. Yeah, this was, like, right before we started recording, Diana was watching, what were you watching on Netflix? It's Explained the Mind, and mm. it's, like, a mini-series, and so there's a couple episodes that, like, talk about the brain. Um, and the one that I watched was about teenage brains and how dumb they are <laughs> and the dumb decisions that they make and why they make them, because that's a very important evolutionary thing that happens to them. All teenagers are seeking risks, are... Looking for attention and acceptance and peer relationships. Yes, all true and normal. But I watched a teenager ride a bike on an on-fire bike ramp into a lake. Who He then got three misdemeanors for it. And then he followed that up with, but it was cool. He got in legal trouble and could have died or suffered serious burns because they just used gasoline from the car that was nearby. To light this wooden thing on fire. But it was cool, he said. And then Diana and Zach spent some time remembering the stupid things that they did as teenagers. And I forgot that babies turn into kids. I didn't forget that part. I forgot that kids turn into teenagers. Mm -hmm. I like skipped over the teenagers and went, baby, kid, adult. There's a whole terrible range in there that I forgot all about. Yeah, and I did some, I I never lit a ramp on fire in a public place park and yeah but I, I did some stupid stuff as a teenager stuff i absolutely should not have done meanwhile i like forget that the kids that i was friends with were not cool so we didn't do anything like that. we just went to concerts <laughs> like we didn't even sneak in like we legally paid we didn't try to get into the 21 lane like we just were at concert that's it that's all I, and i paid for them and i didn't try to sneak alcohol i didn't smoke i didn't drink i didn't i didn't do it i was not a risk taker I forgot that people did that. I forgot that she's going to become a teenager. So that's the mindset I came into. I'm sad. I'm sad that she will be a teenager. And I'm hoping that she's a teenager like me. I was perfect. Shut up. I was. <laughs> Don't ask my mom. I was perfect. But yeah, so that that's what's on Diana. That's what Diana's bringing to this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm bringing that uh, we watched Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings last night, which... Um, was surprisingly good. I'm definitely marveled out, but I enjoyed it. And I'm thinking a lot about the Ten Ring Army, which is like very similar to the League of Assassins in DC. Mm-hmm. And in terms of Shadow's kind of backstory, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of it, – it's like reminding me a lot of uh, yeah. the Ten Ring Army, the League of Assassins. I also watched the first episode of the Cowboy Bebop live action <gasps> adaptation. How's that? I did not like it. Okay. I – have absolutely no judgment for people who do like it. I think it was fine, but I can't get out of my head enough mm. for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool inspiration for this. I think it's got a lot of cool imagery. It's like very cool, like space sci-fi stuff. But they made they made changes to the original, which is to be expected because it's an adaptation. And I think those changes are probably fine for what this show is. But I can't get out of my head enough to stop comparing it. Mm. And for whatever reason, whether or not the original is genuinely better or I just have nostalgia glasses for the original, I just can't. You don't agree with some of the changes they made? I just don't think the changes were are interesting for mm. some of the things they made. Okay. Minor spoiler, because this doesn't really have any effect on the plot. And it's revealed at the end of episode one. So minor spoiler, skip ahead a minute. The one an example of something that has absolutely no effect on anything, but really annoyed me, was they changed Vicious's name to a code name. So instead of Vicious being just a guy named Vicious, which is stupid and ridiculous, and mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. because it's stupid and ridiculous, 
they made it into a code name. Now his code name is Vicious. Got it. Which to me just seems like not having enough faith in your source material to let it stand on its face. Mm-hmm. Like you need to like explain away the ridiculousness. Which it's a white-haired dude with a katana who runs a a syndicate in outer space. Like why you got to be trying to explain things so that they make sense? Just let it be goofy. Mm-hmm. I was also extremely annoyed in one of the first scenes, in a very early scene, uh, they do this cool thing where there's an explosion on the space station. And as the camera is moving, as the camera's in the space station, you can hear the sound of like all the explosions and the the stuff rattling and the air whooshing out. And as the camera moves out of the space station, as soon as it enters into the void of space, the sound cuts out, which is cool because there's no sound in space because there's no, there's no, there's no air to vibrate. Mm-hmm. And then as the camera's moving out, it goes to the edge of the space station. And it's like a casino space station. So there's a there's a roulette ball. There's like a giant roulette ball bouncing around a, um, a, a giant roulette wheel surrounding the space station. Mm-hmm. And as the roulette ball hits the roulette wheel, there's a sound. So they did the right thing. And then they immediately did the wrong thing. Like intention like why would you do that why would you both have no sound in space and also sound in space yeah it made me really annoyed yeah it's it's very minor stuff like that that i don't think i think it's like it's not not necessarily the show's fault yes i think i'm not giving the show a fair chance yeah but i don't like it yeah that's fair we've talked a lot we have talked a lot should we get back to the show and see our new outfits sure So we try on these clothes or these these headscarves. And I think we talked about there being like other sorts of like there's like scarves and um, I think like wrapping clothes. Yeah, I think yeah. like outfits as well. I, I know you did some Googling. I did. For some image, image searching. Realism is important in a fake world. Is it? Well, it is for me, apparently, because I care a lot. I cared when, you know. I looked it up. Um, so I looked it up. Well, I just don't want to offend people. Like, headscarves can be, like, a big deal. Head coverings can be a big deal. Yeah. And I don't want to offend anybody by doing it wrong or, like, describing something that exists but using wrong. You know what I mean? Yes. But, yes. But I know this is made up. It doesn't matter. I This is why I was t- I was taking it seriously. Anyways, mm-hmm. what I decided is that Shadow is going to go with a headscarf that is similar to an Orthodox Jewish woman. Okay. Which is also similar to a Portuguese folklore dance. It's literally just you take a big square, you fold it diagonal so it's a big triangle, and then you wrap that around your head. So, like, the way you would wear a bandana, except it is, like, seven times bigger than a bandana. Mm -hmm. It's very large. So it covers all your hair. I did a lot of research to settle on something that I already know how to do. Because <laughs> that's what I like. The only real hair covering I'm familiar with is the Portuguese lansu. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go with the Portuguese lansu. You're just gonna do the lansu? Yeah, I mean that's the only one that I'm really familiar. That with. That actually makes sense for your kind of hair. You got big poofy hair. Yeah, it's like an easy way to control it. Yeah, and I think I think Isolt still isn't entirely sold on this idea. <laughs> <laughs> She's just doing it because Shadow seems so intent on yeah. disguises. And I was also, because I have to take things seriously in a different way, I needed to think of a pattern mm-hmm. and colors for these clothes. Yes. So I drew a card from the tarot deck and I got the Eight of Swords, which is an uh, an angel on a navy background with these gold and white stripes of swords, like these... Uh, yeah, these, these golden white swords that are forming these stripes. So I think Izzel is wearing this lansu, this uh, bandana scarf, bandana folded like scarf. I don't know how to describe it's, it's that. It's folded. It's just a big square mm-hmm. piece of fabric that's usually like a nice to touch sort of fabric. And then you just fold it in half, but diagonal so that it turns into a triangle. And then you wrap it around your head. Yeah. With, with the only point down your back and then the two ends are tied underneath your hair i hope that's descriptive enough yeah i think so and she has so she has this lansu and i think i wonder if it's 
I wonder if a specific thing is in the lasso. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and a a flowy sort of dress that has that has been wrapped around her, and they have this matching sort of uh, they're this dark navy blue with these white vertical stripes and like a single thin red horizontal stripe that kind of crosses along the lansu and along her dress and the dress is just kind of this very flowy wrap like dress that i'm kind of picturing like similar to a sari but not a sari okay uh just kind of uh it's not like tightly woven just sort of uh wrapped around her kind of loosely mm-hmm and uh again it's st- it's like showing off still like one of her shoulders and her pretty like decently sized biceps mm-hmm. isolt isn't like jacked she isn't yoked but she is pretty she's pretty lean she's pretty like she you can tell that she has led a life of labor yeah so uh yeah i think she comes out wearing wearing this outfit what what do you think shadow this is uh, i think this is kind of what i what i'm leaning on that looks great. And you see, like, Shadow has already tied one around her head, and she's holding another one that, um, I mean, these are big. Like, the, the head coverings, the lenses, they're big. So she's holding another one, and she's tying it around her waist to make her look a little more girly, because she will never wear a dress. This is as close as she's going to get to a dress. And that way, she looks like a different person. This is her thought process, anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so you just, you see, she's like, oh, that looks great. And she's like playing with another piece of fabric and like trying to tie it around her waist. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like festive. You know, I, I thought, uh, you know, if we, we, if we got to disguise ourselves for the, for the festival, just kind of go with the festival vibe, maybe give myself some, some a little nice. I like it. Cute. Let's do this. So. This is as girly as she gets. She was really excited about that wig. So she's still on like a girly kick. <laughs> so we need to try to purchase these again yeah but we're at a cheap store hopefully yes (laughs) i think isolt is so we've been working with this gentleman i think this kind of like thin this guy who looks like he really wanted to be a high fashion designer but Mm -hmm. couldn't quite get there yeah off of sepulcher landing um i think i want to that's an e what's an e lansu I always thought that maybe I was saying it wrong. It's spelled with an E. It's L-E-N-C-O. I couldn't find anything before to figure C-O out. C-O with a Cedilla? C- C-Cedilla? C- yes, okay. C-Cedilla. Lansu. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's not the point. I was looking it up. Apparently, there's a very specific design for a Lansu. But my family just called anything that was like... That's not the point. So, we have to figure out if we're going to pu- buy this stuff from the guy who looked like he wanted to be a high fashion designer and is like bitter at life for working in this like fabric clothing store. Mm -hmm. And I think I am going to try to read him again, even though that went bad for me last time. Okay. So that is plus heart. Oh, that's going to do it. Oh, that is a strong hit. Yeah, good job. On a strong hit, you glimpse a helpful aspect of their inner self. Envision what you learn, take plus two momentum and add plus one if you use that insight while making a move to interact with them in this scene. So I'm going to take plus two momentum, which is good. I'm building up that momentum. Woot woot. So what what do I see uh, that that gives me some insight into how we, we, are, we can make sure that we are going to afford these outfits? Maybe his earnest desire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if we can see... Like, like what he really wants, then we might be able – so the way I'm picturing this is like as a way to convince him that we can definitely afford this regardless of how much money we have is like if we became like, you know, like Instagram influencers. Like, oh, we'll talk about this. We'll tell everybody what we're wearing and we'll say where we got it from and like hype you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I do. I like that. I don't know how that would – I don't know what you would see to get that. I think I am sensing – his desire for success okay and his pride in what he has made here okay and i think i also sense that i, I think as isolt comes out in like this full like sorry and head wrapping um and you wearing your lansu and you've just kind of like draped just, it around I, your I, waist I, no right? i have one on my hair and i just kind of tied one around my waist sort of skirt skirt ish well thing like belly dancer i think belly dancers do something like mm. that like 
I think there's like a specific thing that they do or that it's called, but mm-hmm. that's, I just tied a bandana. Aren't button. you just like wearing jeans under that? Yeah. Okay. No, so I remember I'm wearing like an essentially a leather jacket, a tee and jeans. This is an outfit, y'all, that Diana actually wore in high school. Whoa. I would take my Portuguese things. Really? And be at a, cause I would be at a festa. Like I would be oh, at a, yeah. like a fe- party, Portuguese party. That's a weird way to say that. Portuguese party. I don't like that. Just say festa. It's a festa. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird to call it a party. But like a block party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Portuguese one. And like, yeah. Instead of like be- going in an all regalia, I would just like tie a lenso around my waist and then I'd get yelled at. I think as we were choosing patterns as well, Izzelt could like sense when he would get excited about a pattern mm-hmm. and would like le- push us towards towards those colors and patterns and stuff. So as we choose his the, the patterns and cuts that he's really proud of um i think he starts getting like really excited to make this sale and have and and we start talking about like showing it off Mm -hmm. uh yeah i think he's getting excited uh he's he's like into it where we have like we're building a good rapport with him and now i think i'm going to check my creds and see if i I think is like uh Shadow, won't won't you let me try to pay for this one? I I don't know. I might have some cred saved away, and it right. seemed like we had some issues with the last one. So I- okay, all right, all right. No shade. Yeah. Uh huh. No Go shade. Ahead. Shadow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so she goes up and she's gonna try to pay for this using a supply roll. Oh, I actually double checked the rules after our mid break to see if we had done this right. I'm sure we did it wrong. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what what I found now. I'm pretty sure I did it right. Oh, uh, except, oh, so one of the things we could have done is probably just used sacrifice resources. Uh, but I think I think the way we handled the wigs is okay. It's I maybe agree. a little disappointing because we spent 20 minutes not getting a wig. Oh, but we talked about wigs and that was fun. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to try this. Check your gear. When you check to see if you have a specific helpful item or resource, roll plus supply. So our supply is plus five. Ooh, oh, that's still a strong hit. That's a lucky roll, though. I got a one on my action die, a four and a one on my challenge dice. You just beat it. I just, just beat it. You just beat it. But it's better than if I had rolled. We both know what would I roll. I would have rolled two tens as my challenge die and a one. There was no way to survive that. and I also would I also got a plus one because we used my empath wisdom. Yeah. So we we did okay. We're able to afford everything. I think we get a or I think I'm going to get more momentum. On a strong hit, you have it and are ready to act. Take plus one momentum. Woohoo! And we are able to leave this shop with these outfits, these, these very nice uh gear and clothes. And uh Isolt takes like a deep breath as she walks out. I think she she kind of leans into you and she goes, Shadow, you know what? I think a cigarette likes this outfit too. It feels, oh, I can feel that air in my lungs. I think I think a cigarette thinks we look good. Mm. Well, you do look good. Oh, thanks. Hey, Shadow, can I ask you a question? No. Is it about your parasite? Uh, no, nah, it's about symbiote first of all okay it's a symbiotic relationship right. okay i know sigrax kind aren't you know there, there's some listen okay uh why we gotta disguise ourselves when you can turn invisible ah because he knows i can turn invisible and if he finds out that the blonde girl in town has been turning invisible the new blonde girl in town is turning invisible i think maybe that will ri- that will raise some questions we both know that so far i have not had the best luck since entering this town someone will see me is you turning invisible like a thing that that you know you and the rest of your crew could do? Like can like can the ogre turn invisible, or is that just like a special shadow thing? Well, one, I don't turn invisible. I cloak myself in shadows. That's different. And second, no, he cannot turn that way. He has different abilities. Mainly that he's a big, big strong man. Well, we didn't uh, we didn't decide on the. He's a big, big, strong. They're a big, big, strong person. Yeah, because we talked. Yeah, because we hadn't decided. You're right. They're a big, big, strong person. I mean, I've never met them, but I know of them. And so the likelihood of them knowing of me 
is very strong. So it's like everybody had their own special powers and everybody could do cool things and nobody nobody knew who each other were. It was like very hush-hush kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, some people knew who some people were. Oh, okay. But yeah. My blonde hair does kind of give me away. It, so I need to hide it. Isol kind of looks around and she's like, there, there, there's a couple. There, I mean. Yeah, there are a couple. Blondes exist in the world. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying tall blonde who enters in this town brand new with a redhead i'm just saying that's a bit memorable okay all right i mean i guess i feel like you're making me out of character i feel like listen you know you're the boss you're the, i'm not you're, the boss you're the boss shadow i'm just saying it'd be better when we're asking our questions if people couldn't describe us as easily right 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 uh where do you think where, where do we start bars we have to hit the taverns what? Why? Where do you think he is? Where do you think he is? Where would you start? If I was a professional assassin, mm-hmm. well, I'd probably start by figuring out who, where my target's going to be, yeah, and when my target's going to be. Uh huh. Where do you think you're going to get that information? The news. Oh. Hmm. See, I think it's more likely that you're going to get that information from somebody who works with the high priestess. And you're not going to be able to talk to them when they're working. You can only talk to them when they're not working. If you're just going to casually get that information. So I think we're going to have to go somewhere they go when they're not working. So Hence so bars. A bar, so a bar. Okay. Hence bars. All right. It's at least a starting point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Out of character. Is there like a big church? In a, this town? Like a solarist church? Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be, right? Because there's the sepulcher that mm-hmm. sepulcher landing is named after, which we have not defined yet what this religious monument or relic is. Right. What if it's like a nuclear core from one of the generation ships that we got here in? Yeah, maybe, actually. Because I, I think it's, there's like this mythology that... It, the power of this nuclear core is the same power of our old stars and our old star system, yeah. the star system that brought us here. So there's this church. Yeah, I think there's this huge towering sort of gothic church. Inside, there's this, there's a nuclear core and it's still running. It's like um, this mist, like nobody knows how it's still running after thousands of years, mm-hmm. but it's still running. Mm-hmm. So we're heading there. There's definitely got to be a bar that the people who help the high priestess and the lower priestesses and stuff go to. And I'm saying this because you and I know a priest who goes to bars and drinks beer. This is the thing that people do. People drink. Well, I yeah, I mean, well, we know. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. Um, oh, also the priest that baptized our child. No, not didn't baptize our child. But the priest that married us also goes to bars and like hangs out with people in town. He's a cool priest. I, I totally, th- I thought you were referencing father ben of holy happy hour and um pot of love pot of love (laughs) was who i thought you were talking about yeah that's also a very good point yes we do also know them and yeah father ben does also frequent social events which happen at bars sometimes i'm not saying i'm not trying to say that father ben is drunkard who goes to the bar (laughs) i want to be very clear none of the priests that we're talking about like go to bars to like get wasted i'm just saying they'll go and enjoy a beer is what i'm saying Mm. i mean Um, father ben hosts a stream called holy happy hour where he shares yes alcoholic drinks but also i don't know that we're necessarily looking for a priest like there are people who help that aren't necessarily like in the church but who have enough information all right okay all right you you got me back shadow i was a little i was i was a little confused but oh i'm so glad i got you to follow me you were coming with me anyway well yeah i was but you know i just kind of feel like we're i don't know shadow are you feeling are you feeling okay shadow I'm gonna I'm gonna read Shadow. I'm gonna read Shadow with my empath. Okay. Have fun. That is a weak hit. I'm not going to take plus one momentum because I don't think I deserve it. But I do think I get some murky visions. I also think you can tell that I'm trying to read you. Mm-hmm. So here's where I'm coming from. I think Shadow. I just kind of think you're maybe. I feel like we've had other jobs that were a little more straightforward, and I feel like kind of maybe we're jumping around. I'm just wondering if you're a little nervous about the ogre 
kind of because this might be a little complicated. So do I tell you what you feel for me? Yeah. Annoyance. A lot of annoyance. You can feel my annoyance. It's oozing off of me. And fun fact, you didn't have to read me to feel that annoyance. It is very overpowering. A lot of annoyance from me specifically to you. And you can feel it that it's to you. There's no murkiness. I know it said murky, but there's no murkiness. You're not feeling any other feelings that I may or may not be feeling. You're mm-hmm. just feeling the annoyance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't think Shadow responds to you. She just stares at you for an un- uncomfortable amount of time and just goes, okay, and can and starts walking to the bar. <laughs> and Izzel kind of jogs to catch up. <laughs> She's like, I, 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 I guess I didn't know that solarist priests could drink. I'm not a big... Uh, we, we weren't solarists on... Um, Hawthorne Station. I, I don't know if you grew up around solarists or what. I, I just don't. I didn't know much about them. No, I didn't grow up, grow up around solarists, but I did grow up around people. For the most part, there's always at least one person who likes a bar. Okay. All right. All right. Listen. I, That's my logic anyway. It'll get us. A, it'll get us somewhere to start. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I doubted you. At the very least, the janitor drinks. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I, I need to remember that Isolt has one wits. Isolt is also not the most uh, insightful person. She's just really good at punching things. I think, if I'm going to be fully honest, mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Is Isolt is like, I haven't gotten to punch anything yet. <laughs> We've done a lot of shopping and yeah. not a lot of punching. Yes. Oh, I also guess I just have my overalls in like a little bag. Yep. <laughs> I'm carrying a I'm carrying like a shopping bag and it's got my old overalls in it. Um, this is all foreign territory for you. Yeah, this feels very... This is also probably... Even though we went to, like, a discount fabric shop, this is the fanciest clothing Isolt has maybe ever worn. Yeah, probably. I mean, if there's no reason for you to get all super dressed up, why would you ever have anything that makes you super dressed up? Yeah. This this feels weird to Isolt. I think the... I think our jobs are usually a little more straightforward. We come in and we punch somebody. Agreed. Yes. I, I mean, this is also weird for Shadow. I think an assassination job is a bigger job than we've gotten before. Mm-hmm. And the fact that your past is involved has this in very weird new territory. Agreed. So we start looking for the nearest bar to the church. And I want to be very clear about the kind of bar I'm talking about. Okay. I'm looking for the old man bar or the rundown tavern that does not look touristy at all. Mm-hmm. And like you see a couple walk in and then you see them immediately walk out like – this, like, you can tell this place is not welcome for tourists. That's what I'm looking for. Because that's where the people who would work at the temple, they would not go to where the tourists go. Now they might. Now they might. But my best guess is that they would go somewhere where there's probably not going to be a bunch of tourists. Somewhere there's that they're familiar with. So I'm looking for an old man bar. Yeah. So to me, that kind of sounds like it. it's not a dive bar, but it's like a mid- it, it's in between. Everything's wood. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a pub. Yeah, kind of, kind of, but small, like but smaller, mm-hmm. usually smaller. Mm-hmm. I'm specifically thinking of the old man bar in our old college town. That wasn't really an old man bar, but definitely had old man bar feel. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel welcoming to newbies, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't feel like sketchy. Right. Quote unquote. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's, all right. So we're looking for this. This very specific bar. Like like the bars that are like pumping out a lot of music and you can see the like loaded nachos coming out on like a tray with like a cute little hipster girl giving it to you. We're ignoring those. Those are not where we're going. Mm -hmm. We're going for the one where the bartender is like missing an arm and has like an old faded green blue tattoo of an anchor on his arm. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. So I think we are in the shadow of this towering church that kind of rises up above the rest of the city and we're walking through the streets looking for the exact right kind of bar now i'm wondering do you think this is a so secure an advantage is when you assess a situation make preparations or attempt to gain leverage which i don't think this quite hits or gather information when you search for clues, ask questions, analyze evidence, or do research. I, I feel like th- I feel like gather information is what I would do once we're in there. I think you're right. I think it is. I think it's secure an advantage, probably with expertise. Yeah. Or yeah, with expertise, focus, or observation. Yeah. Sounds like it's with observation, right? Yeah, I think so. 
as opposed to some of the other ones. Yeah, I agree. Because I just, I don't think I'm gathering information by trying to figure out where I'm going. Yeah, we're just trying to find the exact right bar to yeah, like start our, our searching. Like in. our best guess at a bar. Do I make that roll? Do you make that roll? Um, that I is have? a wits roll, and I think you are leading this kind of effort. Yeah, I have two wits. That's better than me. All right. Now you also, so one thing that we haven't done is burned momentum. So don't forget that after you roll, you can always use your momentum score instead of your roll. Mm -hmm. But it's after I roll. Uh, let me double check. I'm, a, I'm just going for it. Okay. Oh, oh. it's completely even. No, that's a, that is a critical failure. Oh, then right? I'm going to burn one momentum. I'll burn no, as many to... momentum so as I need to. what is your momentum at? It's at five. No, okay. it's, no, I lied. Oh, shit. I lied. It's at two. It's the exact same thing. Never mind. I was looking at the wrong spot. <laughs> it's the same thing. I add two wits or I add two momentum. It's the same thing. So I failed because it's all tied. Yeah. So that's a critical failure. I got fours all the way around, y'all. Like, at the end of this, I got fours all the way around. There's nothing I could do otherwise. I'm terrible at rolling. We have to stop letting me do it. Oh, that's a critical fail. All oh, right. that's a critical fail. All right. Well, which means I just end up in a bar that I didn't want to end up at, right? Well, no, I think we should do something and this, a little more. pay the price. I think we got to do something a little more narrative, right? No. I, I think, think we, we got to fail forward pretty no, hard. I don't think we need to. Well, Isolt really wants to punch something. Okay. So I think we find this this bar. What's it called? Are there always things like the Red Hen or something like that? Oh, yeah. I like, I like the Red Hen. That is absolutely so generic. So I think we go into this bar called the Red Hen. And how do you start like looking for people? Well, I think my initial is to just sit at the bar and listen and see if anybody's saying anything interesting. And then, you know, a couple drinks in, maybe start chatting up the bartender if I don't hear anything. I think I'm going to use from the table, a new enemy is revealed. Actually, no, instead of choosing from the table, I'm going to roll on the table and see what happens. I'm having a hard time deciding how we should interpret this severe well, then let's failure. let's roll. That's what the oracle table's for, right? Yeah. 79 is... You are harmed. <laughs> all right, so I think this all kind of plays into what my idea was. I think we walk in and we sit down and start... I think we're in the listening stage. Mm -hmm. Where where do we sit in the bar? Where's usually open? Like at the, not the super far end, but not the middle. I think that's usually open. People tend to sit at like either the very middle or at the very end. So mm -hmm. somewhere in between that. So we've just sat down when suddenly Isolt gets this like strong feeling of danger, of anger and directed harm. The door opens up. In walks two figures who Isolt recognizes from the sheriff's office, from the city government building. And we look towards the door and standing in the doorway are two figures and they make eye contact with us. And Isolt gets this feeling of aggression, of anger, and then one reaches for a gun. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Starforged was designed by Sean Tompkin. You can find more at ironswornrpg.com. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom the show would not get made. We also want to thank In Love With The Ghost for their use of the song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. You can find In Love With The Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about role-playing games and other stuff. And make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps the show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. 
you can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patient-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other things. Every dollar makes a huge difference. This episode was sponsored by patrons Sid Helgestad and Jesse Jones. Jesse is the planetside god known as the kind Magus of the Lizards, whose stone shrine stands tall, though in disrepair, on an isolated asteroid, one wall collapsed in after a strange disaster. Thank you so much for your support, Sid and Jesse. And thank you all again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, you continue to have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. <laughs>